four months after we were there, Ecuador, that area had an earth, a 7.8 magnitude earthquake that in the small little town I lived in, destroyed buildings, collapsed them, people died, people we know died. It was just, it was, it was a horrific experience. So here I am, brought my family to South America. We don't speak Spanish very well yet. And uh, been there four months. The town's devastated. This is the Samurai Marketer, the podcast dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to start, build, and scale their business. You'll be able to follow my journey of building my first six-figure business by only using the best online marketing techniques. I'll tell you about my success, but also my mistakes, so you can avoid the bad and take only the shortcuts. I am your host, and my name is Tex, so welcome! Hey, what's up everybody? I'm kind of whispering right now because in the house everybody is sleeping now so i have to be quiet but i wanted to share with you my interview today with todd goreshek it was very interesting he's a life coach specialized for with main men and uh, before we had we had some business coach for women and today i thought it was cool it would be cool to highlight the the men and it's he's very interesting and profound guy so don't waste any minutes and listen the rest bye-bye okay welcome hi Todd I'm so glad to hear to have you today Thank you, Tex. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, because we we have met uh, sometimes. I I think few months now, and I we have a good contact, and um and, and I wanted to interview you. So you know, you you are inspire man, uh, because uh, you you want to change man's life and you coach them. So you know. And power, and power man's life is very important. It, actually, I'm a man, so <laughs> yeah, I'm <right>? still concerned. <laughs> <laughs> it's applicable, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just for, for the record, um, before you, we had uh, some women and coach for women. So I thought it's the turn for the man now. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I wanted to know actually what was your backstory and um, want to know you tell more about you. Where do you okay. from, et cetera, et cetera. All right, wow. That's a great open-ended question. That gives me all kinds of room to navigate. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's see. Now, I'll start with where I'm at now. Um, I'm 57 years old. I'm a men's life coach. I help men create the lives they want to be living. Um, I focus on relationships and careers. 
and I'm currently living in Medellin, Colombia. I've been living in South America for four years now, and I left the United States because I wanted a non-U.S. life experience. I wanted to engage and immerse myself in another culture and learn a new language. So I'm learning Spanish. So that's where I'm at now. Um, I teach or I uh, coach online uh, full time from South America. And um, it was always a goal of mine to have a business where I could be anywhere in the world and do my business. And so thankfully, because of our technology, I can do that. So this is where I'm at now. Let me tell you where I started. <laughs> uh, I grew up, uh, grew up in a, in a nice home. My uh, dad uh, was killed in an accident when I was three years old. And my mom remarried when I was five. And um, she married a man who was very harsh, very hard. And I grew up um, in fear of this man. I grew up um, uh, scared to do the wrong thing. I was, never, I was never hit or physically abused, but I was screamed at a lot and yelled at a lot and um, was put down a lot in, in many ways. And, and that was a difficult journey for me in my childhood. And um, part of what also happened was I was bullied at school a lot. I mean, I was a smart kid, but I didn't play sports and I didn't really fit in very well. And um, so I became the target of bullying. And it, between my dad and between the bullying, it really destroyed my confidence mm. as, as a young boy. And, you know, obviously, we grow up, we become men. Um, I'm a smart guy. I can figure out how to navigate the world and, you know, and, and be successful and do things I need to do. And even though, you know, I married a wonderful woman, um, I had two terrific children, two boys, and uh, I was a... A clinical hospital pharmacist for most of my adult life. Okay. And, um, but I lacked confidence. Internally, I just really didn't know who I was or what I was about, especially as a man. I didn't have any network of male support in my life. Um, I think because of the experience with my stepfather, especially, I shied away from men. I felt, I felt they were dangerous. And, um, and that's difficult when, as a man, you're just out in the world navigating because, you know, 50% of the people we run into are men, right? And mm -hmm. there was this part of me that just felt like I was less than, or I didn't matter, or I didn't count, my voice didn't count. And it affected my behaviors. It affected, like, how active I would be in pursuing things. Um, and or or how proactive I would be in stating my opinions, my wants, my needs, my desires. So at around 40, I had, I guess, the typical midlife life crisis. And it was like, like, what the hell am I doing? Who the hell am I and what's going on? And at that time, I became involved with men's um, personal work, personal development work. 
Um, I was involved and still am with an organization called the Mankind Project. And it <laughs> just a, a question. So when you are involved with the, this organization, it was during your 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 job in pharmacist or yes, I was still a pharmacist, absolutely. So I was 40 years old, I was a pharmacist. Um, I had a uh, 20-year-old son and a 14-year-old son at the time. And um, I was in a rocky patch with my marriage as well. And so it was just one of those things, everything was coming together and I needed to do something. So I plugged into this men's organization and what the organization was about was about showing up authentically as a man, being responsible for your choices that you make as a man and the subsequent consequences. You know, and we may have an idea of some potential consequences from our choices, but sometimes things happen that we had no idea that they were going to. Those, so those are unintended consequences. And as a man and standing in your power, it's important to um, own all of those things. Like if I make a choice and it didn't work out right and something happened I had no idea about, I still made the choice and because I made the choice, it happened, right? And so basically what happens is if you, when you show up authentically and you can own all parts of yourself, the good parts, the bad parts, you just recognize who you are and it helps, it helps, it helped me and I believe it helps men in general to take ownership for their choices and gives them power to make decisions to move their life forward that maybe they wouldn't make otherwise. Because when I can love myself for my brilliance and my flaws, I'm okay with me and I'm okay in the world and I can move forward and create things. So in my, my journey, my personal development journey and in this organization, was I basically got my shit figured out and I'm still figuring it out. So it's not like I've mm -hmm. arrived anywhere, but I've been through this journey. And in this process, I had the support of men in my life in a way that I had never had support from men before. And, you know, there's a saying that it takes one man to sharpen another man. It's kind of like steel sharpens steel. And when I stood in a circle with these men and they looked in my eyes and they say, I see the brilliance in you. I see the man you are and the power that you have and the kindness and the goodness or whatever the characteristics the particular man has, these men speak it and, they, and they're authentic in what they're saying. And it's not bullshit. And basically, they reflected back to me my brilliance. They reflected back to me what makes me, what makes me terrific as a man and the skills and abilities I have to then give to the world. And they also reflected back the shadow parts of me, the things mm -hmm. that I might hide or repress or deny. And they helped me own those things because until 
personally, I could own all of me. I did not have the confidence to just go out in the world and do my thing. And I think as entrepreneurs, especially with entrepreneurs, there's risk involved. There's um, walking a separate path, a lonely path sometimes. I mean, how many people in our lives when we're trying to do something discourage us or tell us mm -hmm. why it won't work as opposed to saying, yes, you can do it. you got it. you got it. I mean, those are, those are far and few between people. Um, so it takes being able to show up as yourself, stand confidently, knowing who you are, and go out and do what you want to do. Okay. So for me, I was a clinical pharmacist. But I started to develop this passion of, wow, when men can tap in to their inner strength and their inner power, they can show up so, so strong in their families, in their communities, in their lives, their business, whatever it is, they can, they can do stuff, right? Because that was my experience. My experience was, you know, I'm a pharmacist, but I don't really like it. I mean, it's a great job. I was good at it. But it was kind of one of those things that, did, that lacked some passion. It's, it's all about fulfillment, right? Yes, it is. It is. And for several years, I had been playing it safe, right? Because mm. of the confidence yeah. issue. It's like, okay, I'm safe in my job. I can do it well. People respect and like me. Um, even though this isn't like, you know, pressing my buttons for happiness, joy, and, and contentment. Um, when I worked through my stuff, I was able to say, hey, you know what? There's more to life than this. And I was also a, number, a period of years, a number of years where I was helping other men kind of experience this same ownership of themselves and expression of themselves. And through that process, I got pretty passionate about it because I saw men who thought that, you know, they couldn't do anything they would, they ended up going back to school, they educated themselves, they got fantastic jobs, or they ended up, um, instead of just having all these one night stand relationships, they ended up finding a very fulfilling, satisfying relationship with a person um, long term. And um, I just saw the joy and the happiness in their face and the expression in their lives. And I'm like, this is, this is what I want to do. So that's what got me into coaching. I went to coaching okay. school. You and went? I quit my job. Okay, okay. So the moment you felt the, the, the joy and the impact you, you had on these men yeah. was the epiphany. And you, you said, okay, this is what I want. I want to help them. I want to help them empower the inner uh power in, in, in their self and then you decided to quit your job so i don't want to pay to 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 play safe anymore right but i switch i switched yeah okay yeah yeah so i mean i didn't i didn't play it safe i decided to take risks and part of the understanding of myself was at the at, at our at our edge 
where we live at our edge that pushes us the most, that is maybe the scariest place, which that's the growth place, right? That's where we grow. We grow at that edge. And, um, and I had been, I had, I had come to my edge and it was like, wow, this is pretty exciting. And so had conversation with my wife about leaving my job, about moving to South America, um, about basically just uprooting and changing our whole life and doing something different. And um, it took a number of years to do that, to make that decision. Um, but she was on board and uh, I walked away from my job. I'm not old enough to retire yet, so I just quit and um, started my coaching business. And I've been doing that for the last you know, few years. And it's been an exciting journey. And the thing is, what I found in my own life and what I find working with many men is that we tend to let fear stop us from taking a step toward that thing that we want. Mm -hmm. And we think or we imagine that it's going to be disastrous or that we'll die or, you know, something terrible is going to happen. And what my experience has taught me is it is scary, but it's kind of the same situation as driving on a very dark road that you don't know. Your headlights let you see about 10 feet in front of you. You don't really mm -hmm. know what's ahead, but you go the 10 feet or 100 feet, and then you can see the next 100 feet, and you just keep going. And that's how this journey has been for me. It's like, I don't know how it's all going to play out. It's still in motion. But I do know that I got my, you know, I sold, we sold everything we owned in the United States, and yeah. we left, and we ended up in South America. And then I started my coaching business. And then, you know, I'm working with clients, and then I'm trying to build my business. And so, each part brings me closer and I can see the next phase. I can see mm. the next phase. It's not easy. It. Yeah, it's not easy. No, it's not easy, but it's so satisfying. I mean, I wake up every day and I would wake up as a pharmacist and I love the people I worked with and that's why I did it for so long, I think. Um, but the actual job I was doing, I just didn't enjoy. And, um, you know, I'd wake up and, it was a routine. I knew the mm. drill and I went and I did it. And now I wake up and I create my days. And sometimes I do a fantastic job of creating my days. And sometimes I do a shitty job of creating my days, right? <laughs> um, but it's all on me. And it's very, very exciting to be in this place of, of control and power in my own life to shape it as I see fit. And that is something I didn't have available to me before I started my own business. Mm. And what was your different, different conflict, you know, when you have, okay, so now we move. Okay, subs, no problem. Yeah. Uh, we start the business, but you know, in entrepreneurship, n nothing, works as we planned <laughs> and there are right. always some hiccups uh, right. or a conflicts what were those conflicts and how I, did, did you overcome them yeah. some example well let me tell you what happened four months after we moved so we moved to ecuador 
Okay. Um, I lived on the coast in Ecuador with my wife and my oldest son. And four months after we were there, Ecuador, that area had an earth, a 7.8 magnitude earthquake that in the small little town I lived in destroyed buildings, collapsed them, people died, people we know died. It was just, it was, it was a horrific experience. So here I am, brought my family to South America. We don't speak Spanish very well yet. And um, been there four months. The town's devastated, you know, um, you know, what do you do? We did, fortunately, um, we had met some good people um, before that earthquake and we were friends with them and they helped us out as far as navigating, you know, how we were gonna make it through the initial period of time after the earthquake because there was no water, there was no electricity. I mean, it was just crazy. So interesting enough, you know, my family and friends are like, are you crazy? Why aren't you coming back to the United States? You're living in this place that's been, you know, devastated. You know, you, what are you doing? But that was part of the journey and the process too. It's like, I trusted myself enough um, and my family um, that we could make it. We could figure our way through and we didn't need to run. I mean, we were safe. I mean, thank God, you know, we were all safe and we made it through um, with some minor scratches. Um, but being in that place really helped me to understand what I'm personally capable of doing. I mean, that was a terrible experience, but it gave me some great insight into life itself. Um, so we stayed. Um, so we lived, we moved, we moved to a different part of Ecuador. We lived, we were very happy on the coast in a different area. And, um, and then I began building my business. And um, the biggest thing for me in building a business is confidence and trust, confidence and trust in myself. And through my personal development work, I had developed a lot of that ability, confidence and trust to, um, to find support in. But I also needed support in other people. So I think it's important to find your tribe, right? To find yeah. those people where you speak the same language, you, you have that same kind of energy and belief about life and what's possible. And, and that's, very, that's very beneficial. One thing I learned about living as a man, and men tend to want to live as an island and not ask for help or do things all by themselves. And um, in my experience working um, in the Mankind Project with these very generous men who were just there to support and aid and encourage um, and critique and challenge, mm -hmm. um, life is better. Life is better when you share it and you move with people alongside you. Mm. And uh, so, so building my business, um, I, I, I have a coach. I've had co coaches for many, many years now. Um, but building the business, I got in touch with a couple business coaches. So, and I'm still working with business coaches. And, um, and it, it's just a progression. It's a progression of I learned this, now I need to learn that, and I just keep moving. So I guess the takeaway for me, since I've left the United States, is to trust, 
to ask and to um, be responsible to seek out the resources that, that I need or that a person needs to get what they want, mm. right? If you're not getting what you want, then ask somebody for Pete's sakes, get some help because we don't all have all the answers. And, and I think that's the biggest difference. I think it's a bit, that's a big deal. If a person's gonna enter some sort of entrepreneurial adventure and they're not going to ask for help when they get stuck, that one either just slows them down immensely or potentially could just extinguish the whole thing because they just hit too many roadblocks by themselves and they give up. And, and it's, you can't give up. You can't give up. Never. We had a saying when we were raising my sons, never, never quit. Never, never, never give up. That's what we would tell them. Never, never, never give up. And I think that's true. Yeah, I think so. Russell Bronson uh, used to say, um, during your journey, you know, the, the thing that you can't uh, do is always procrastination because, oh, I'm stuck. I will do it later. Oh, I have to learn about that because I don't know how to do for now. And I'm shy. I, 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 I won't ask for help. But the thing is, when you are an entrepreneur, you have a vision. And to, it's like climbing a mountain and you, you see the tip. You want to go there, but you have to, to ask for help to find the who's and not know all the how. Because when you, yeah. when you want to do all by yourself, you, you, you spend a lot of energy and sometimes you learn to do something, but it won't be um, good enough. Then if you ask for, for help for a professional, that right. used to do, do that for many, many years. And if yeah. you want to go there and don't procrastinate to ask, find your who's, not the how. He used to yeah. say that. Find your who's. Yeah, I like that. I think that's important. Um, I think most of the successful people I know had someone that was encouraging them or providing them information or giving them connect, helping them with connections or whatever. Mm. Um, it's just a, it's a quicker journey or it's a, it's a more thorough journey. But I think what you, I think your point about getting rid of the procrastination, when I'm working with a business coach, it helps me because there are days I want to procrastinate. In fact, there are weeks that I want to procrastinate but I can't procrastinate that long when I've got somebody else mm. saying like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what are you doing? <sighs> right? Yes. And yes. I love it. I love it. I love that accountability. Exactly. Exactly. Because you know, scientists said motivation doesn't exist. The environment is important. So if you have yeah. a business coach, and accountability mm -hmm. it, it can shake you and, and and make you move forward this is exactly that right right i'm involved with a uh 
a coaching group. I, I mean, a group coaching as well as individual coaching. But what I find so powerful and exciting about the group is these are all people, again, the tribe, people who are speaking my language, who are doing their things, they're building their business. So they like navigate through a problem and they share it. And it's like, oh, okay. So I got to avoid the problem altogether because I got to benefit from their uh, knowledge and experience. And man, that's a powerful place too. Yes. And this kind of place is on um, uh, Facebook groups or you, you, you go there physically or? Uh, we meet on Zoom once or twice a week. Um, we have a Facebook group as well. So, I mean, it's just this constant interaction. And, you know, you can have as much or as little as you want. Nothing's mandatory. Um, I, I'm working with uh, George Cow. Um, who is a business coach, and he has a fantastic program that he's put together, um, chock full of just all kinds of training information, everything you want. But what I like about it is I can engage to the level I want to, right? Because I still have my own business to build, right? I can learn and learn and learn and learn. And this is another trap I think entrepreneurs find, it, find ourselves in, is we keep learning and we keep learning and we keep yes. doing stuff, but like we're not applying, we're not doing, we're not moving. Mm. If you don't do that, nothing happens. You can exactly. be the smartest guy in the world, smartest guy in the world, but you don't apply it. So what? Exactly. Exactly. This is the key. Actually, this is, you said the trap and I think you're right because internet now is very rich. Okay. This is a chance we had in, in our, uh, our time, but is this also a trap because sometime you want to, make some saving and do it by your own, learn, and there are too much information. So you start um, a course, maybe a free course, and you don't implement it, so nothing changed. Yeah. And uh, right. you try another thing, it's the shiny object syndrome, I think uh, yes. it's, it's called. And yes. I, that's why I think having a coach is very important to shape your identity. Tony Robbins last week said on the Build Your Brand Challenge, the most important thing to, to build your brand is your identity. And your identity is built with your mindset, but with your actions. And you have to take massive actions to build your identity and then your brand will be revealed. Right. So it's, it's profound. Yeah, I like that. I like the idea of massive action. Massive action is so important. But I like, you know, you use the word identity. And for me, what resonates is the word authenticity. Yeah. If I can take my authentic self and I can combine it with action, things happen. I connect with people. And you know what? I don't have to be Tony Robbins or you don't have to be Tony Robbins because there's 7 billion people on this planet. And when we are authentic and we're doing our business and we're building it and we're putting something out there in the world, we're taking action. We are attracting those people in the 7 billion people on the planet yes. that relate to us, right? Yeah. I want the people who relate to me. I don't need the people that relate to Tex or to Tony or to who, George or whoever. 
I need my people. And that's what yes. gets me excited because I have something to say, something to offer, and these people appreciate it. Just like I appreciate the people I follow, who I like, who I love. Yeah, yeah, it's important. And I, I, I think a quick story about uh, my teaching because I teach martial arts. And uh, at first, I was so self-centric. When I started martial arts, I, I practiced with my sensei, so my teacher. I, I didn't read his emails, you know? <laughs> I just wanted to progress. I, I didn't want to help another uh, people. And I worked for my own during three years. And after that, he wanted me to succeed him and to be the new teacher. And when I, I, I learned that, he, he told me, be careful because when you go that path, your progression of practitioner will slow down because you will you won't practice uh, as much as you you used to. But you have to help people. You have to help your student to make them empower and progress. And uh, actually, I didn't know knew what what he, he he wanted to say at the time and i practiced less okay but when i saw what i can give to my students and how they can uh, progress improve their skills and and be more and more uh, because i was just a step ahead you know uh -huh. I just and uh it push pushes me to be better to learn more as you said right to learn more to improve my skills to have more to teach them and yes. and finally my 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 skills progress even better and quicker than than before yeah. because of of the, the help because of my students. So I think it's as you, you, you said about, we continue to learn all the time and we want to learn new things, improve our skills to teach and to help other yeah. people, then we can change the world. We can have an impact in the world. Yes. And this is very powerful. Yes, I totally agree. Um, with my profession being a life coach, helping men, I get so energized when I see a man recognize what he is truly capable of doing. When he recognizes he can do that thing, he can create that relationship he wants, he can build that business he wants, he can have that career he wants, he can do these things. And when I see that on their face, because they know it, they know they can do it, I get energized. And you're right. It encourages me to become better, to become a better coach, to have more skills, to be able to help these men more, to be able to give more. It's a great cycle. And I yes. love this cycle. It just fuels the energy. It's com it. completely different from the, the comfort zone. 
You said right. during so many years um, being a pharmacist, have great living. I, I, I actually have been uh, for uh, 13 years in a digital agency as a high ticket salesperson, comfort zone. I earn my six figure per year. Uh, I have my manager's um, confidence. I have my freedom, okay? But every day I went at work, it, it just the routine, you said the routine. And uh, okay, I, I don't really like the, the, my, my colleagues. They are fine, okay, but they are not friends. Uh, but every day it was the same, the same thing. I think I lost you there, Tex. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, but your, your image freezed. All right. Hello? Hey, Tex. Can you hear me? I'm having trouble I can hear you. you. Okay. I can hear you, but I can, I can't see you. <laughs> Do you hear me? Hello, Tom. I think you're muted. I think you're muted. You're right. right. <laughs> so come back. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So uh, we have some technical issues, and uh, I just told you that the routine when you had when you are in your comfort zone in your job, uh, then. I, I didn't feel any fulfillment and uh, I play safe, safe, as you said, yeah. um, but COVID-19 hit the, the agency and uh, all my clients had frozen their advertising investments. So my high income had dropped and yeah. I, I, I thought, really want to, to make money online. And uh, that's why I tried uh, so hard to learn some skills. And uh, I started with copywriting skills. And um, it was hard at the time to get clients. Um, and then I thought I should improve my skills and learn more. So I learned about marketing, about sales funnels, and uh, my money-driven mindset has shifted to help people mm-hmm. mindset. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and now even the, the journey has just begun. Even I don't make any um, big money, you know, the, the, the feeling is differ- different. The fulfillment is different right. and to publish every day podcast to share and to have some stories uh, to share with entrepreneurs uh, give me so much power and so good feeling you know right well and i think you hit it right on the head because if we are doing something in our lives that give us the energy back to keep doing it, we will do it better, we will do more of it, we will have a greater impact, we will help more people. And that is the fantastic thing about being an entrepreneur, 
doing something that you're passionate about, something that you love, something that's important to you, is as you are impacting others' lives, that energy comes back and you just want to do it more and more and more. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And so about your business, because you, you, you're building your, your business uh, and you have some achievement and some transformation uh, in yourself because you explained to us that it, it changed your mindset and it, you have so much fulfillment. And what was your plan uh, to build your business? Because you have your coaches. And how do you think about growing your business? Ah, very good. Um, so initially, my plan when I left pharmacy and I had this idea of, to be a life coach is, well, it's going to be online. That's about all I knew, right? It's like I just need to be able to do it um, wherever I am in the world on a computer. And what I have learned about actually coaching versus building a coaching business It's two entirely different skill sets, yeah. right? I believe I am a very good coach. And I believe I need a lot of help building my coaching business. <laughs> um, so what I've been doing is um, I found people who could help me. Um, so I've been doing, um, well, I learned that consistent content is critical to building a business. I have to be posting blogs. I have to be making videos. Um, that's important for me to express to the world who I am, what I'm about, and what I offer. Um, so currently, I use Facebook ads quite a bit um, to, to increase my audience. Um, I, I like that a lot. Um, there are other avenues, um, other platforms in life coaching that you can access. Bark.com is one that I've recently been using. Um, basically, People who are serious about wanting coaching services, they go to bark.com. Um, you can do many different kinds of services, but they're looking for coaches. So that increases um, the quality of clients that potentially I'm reaching when, I, when, when they come across my inbox or whatever to see that they're a potential client. Um, so I do that, <clears throat> building my YouTube channel. Um, so basically, you know, we talked about there's so many things out there. I'm focusing, I'm focusing on three things right now. Bark.com, Facebook ads, and building my YouTube channel. I mean, there's Instagram, there's Pinterest, there's my website. You know, there's all kinds of stuff you can focus on. Um, and for me, text, that's very overwhelming. It's just too much. I can't yes. do it. Um, so I've just tried to narrow my focus, spend, you know, several months on this, several months on that. And, okay, this is the bottom line. I think this is true. No matter what we do, no matter what our business is, it's just going to take time. Yes. You've got to be willing to allow time to take place, for time to take time, right? That's just how it is. Okay. And um, I think many of us who are entrepreneurs give up too soon because, well, two reasons, I think. One is we're in the wrong business. 
if we're not in a business that's generating that energy coming back at us, it's time to seriously look at what we're doing as an entrepreneur. And the other is we just don't give ourselves enough time. And, um, you know, maybe we don't do it because we run out of money or we, you know, we need to get a full-time job or we need to do something else, but you can still pursue your business consistently, even in a smaller form, if it's important to you, you just got to keep going. Yes, yes, exactly. And it reminds me what my wife used to say, uh, because at first, you know, when you learn from multimillionaires, you thought, I will be millionaires in two months. I, I follow their, 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 their courses, so I learned the framework and it will be easy. But not, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. It takes time. And, uh, mm -hmm. and it was, I, actually, I, I almost uh, give up because, oh, one month, two months, three months, I don't make any money. <laughs> so right. maybe I, I have to question myself. Maybe I'm not in the, the right path or... And it's the doubts you said, and maybe I should give up. Maybe I should play safe. Maybe I should work more on my day job and not developing my, my, my entrepreneur uh, business. And with, when you keep going, when you don't give up, mm -hmm. I, 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 I leave some experience and I, met some persons and I learned new skills mm -hmm. and now the different pieces comes to match and, and, mm -hmm. and stick together, you know? And mm -hmm. I see when you, 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 if I take your, 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 your image, we are in the dark in the car and you have your flash, flashlight and I can see more I, I can see um, the um, 100 uh, uh -huh. miles now, and I, I can I can feel that I, I'm the, on the right path. But it will take mm -hmm. time. I, I just have to mm -hmm. accept it and to mm -hmm. to improve, build my business every day. Uh, yeah. it will come. It's just yeah. that it will come. So. Wow. I want to comment on something here that I think is important for entrepreneurs to know. So like I've been to so many, my entrepreneurial journey, I've done MLM about four different times. I've done different forms of real estate two or three different times. Um, I don't know. I've done all kinds of stuff. And you brought a point about you go to a web, you go to a seminar and this guy's, you know, showing you how to sell this particular form of real estate for instance. And so you go and you do all the things that it says, but like, it's not working for you. You're not making money. It's not happening, right? This is what I learned. And I think it's important. Those guys on stage that are selling their program, it works. They know it works. They've made it work. And if you follow their steps, it works. And there's a lot of things they learned that they're using to make it work that you may not have learned yet. Mm. It's kind of like, let's use the car analogy. We're in the car, we're driving and we have our headlights on. Well, okay, I have my headlights on. 
and I can kind of see, but like, I don't know where the gas stations are. Well, guess what? That guy who's built making all this money, he learned where the gas stations are. So he knows where to pull off. He knows where to get gas or um, I'm kind of lost. I don't have a map. Well, you know what? That guy realized he needed a map at some point in his journey that that helps him keep going and, and hit all the right places. And so he's using that as well. Mm. And so what I learned was you can go into a program, you can buy a program, you can go into a business um, and one guy's doing it and he's just pop, 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 it works and he's making all kinds of money and you're struggling. You're having a little bit of difficulty. It's not that the program doesn't work. It's not that you can't do it. It's just there's some skill sets that you need to still bring and develop that you weren't aware of. And that's, the, that's what you said. You did copywriting. Then you needed to learn some marketing. Then you needed to you know, start your podcast and do different things. It all starts coming. Um, so as entrepreneurs, we don't want to give up before we've developed all those things that we need along the way. If we just keep working and developing, we'll get there. And one more point I wanna say, it's it, what you're doing needs to be important to you, right? I mean, as entrepreneurs, to make your business work, it really needs to mean something to you. I think that will help the entrepreneur have the highest likelihood of success if what you're doing every day means something to you, it matters. What I do matters. It matters to me that men live their fullest potential in this world. And that's what I get up and I want to do every day. It's important to me. So you just need to find your why, I guess, is what you Exactly, doing. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Simon Sinek, yeah. Finding the, the why, it's exactly what I, what I thought when you, 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 you talk about that. So great, great. Um, I'm, I'm really happy to have you today. And I think we shared a lot about um, uh, so many things and all that things will help, uh, I think, uh, other entrepreneurs. So we will keep in touch because uh, I, right. it's, it, you know, um, and I think it's not by chance we've met and, um, I'm really happy. Yeah. Thank you a lot to, to accept it, this invitation. Well, thank you, Tex. I really appreciate it. I appreciate having an opportunity to discuss these important things about life and how we live yeah. and what, what will potentially bring us happiness and joy. It's good stuff. So thank you for the invite. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, Todd. Bye. Thanks to listening to Samurai Marketer. Catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye.